What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alan Fong. Hey, welcome to Rock and Pod Recap. Uh, this is a What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. And by the way, we are officially the number one strip club music podcast in the world. In the world. Might even be the universe. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard any shows out of Mars. Hey, you know, if the WWE can have a universal champion, we can be the universal strip club podcast, damn it. Yeah, Pluto move over. We're moving in. Yeah, Pluto's a dog. Pluto's, I don't know, is Pluto a planet anymore? I, I can't keep up with all that yes, stuff. Yes, I think a planet It changes toys, places get, with uh, another one, and, and then it's a planet, and then it's too little to be a, okay, what is it? Neil deGrasse Tyson. I know you listen to the show, so give me a, hit me up and give me the answer. All right, thanks. Yeah, because I think it changes a lot. But anyway, let's get on point here. Rock <laughs> and Pod Recap. Alon and I had the pleasure and the privilege of being invited to go to Rock and Pod a couple of months ago. And uh, Rock and Pod, it's, it's rock artists and podcasters all getting mm-hmm. together and mm-hmm. kind of like speed dating, but speed interviews. We've, we're all set up and they walk through and they, they're scheduled with us at this time, scheduled over there at this time. And so it was really, really cool uh, that today the show we're going to bring you was with Matt Dice. And Matt Dice uh, was with the band CKY. He was with All That Remains. Um, he was actually the touring bassist with uh, Thompson Square, the country mm-hmm. band mm-hmm. and uh so he was the one that we got to interview what what did you remember most about that alan well i mean matt was a really interesting cat i think for me in in general the one of the most interesting things about rock and pod was talking to all these to all of these rock stars at different points in their careers you know some of them like matt was late 30s right almost 40 a lot of the other guys were 40s 50s you know and so the the heyday of their rock careers we're kind of past them. And let's be honest, right now, music is tough to make money because of streaming and downloading and then 360 deals where the labels are taking your merch and your touring money as well. So a lot of these guys are moving to Nashville and turning into well-rounded musicians and, and playing with multiple groups of different genres. Like Matt mentioned, he's been in a punk band. He's been metal band, metalcore, country artists. Uh, you know, so much different stuff. He's trying to do songwriting. He was writing and doing stuff with AEW, which you'll hear him talk about in the interview, which is all elite wrestling. So just really fascinating. And we ran into similar uh, stories from like Tyson Leslie, who that show will be coming up later, another multi-talented musician. But uh, yeah, that, I, I found that really interesting. So this, in, this, like all these conversations, they go in directions you didn't expect them to go. Yeah, we didn't really go into it with scripts. We just, uh, you know, uh, read a quick bio and uh, more just let them tell their story. So this is uh, uh, recorded at Rockin' Pod 2023 in Nashville. This is our interview with CKY and All That Remains, Matt Dice. Hey, we're here at Rockin' Pod 2023 in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, We're the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. We have got Matt Dice with us, and you might know that name, Hello. CKY, and uh, all that remains. So we've got you with us. How you doing? Good. Happy to be here. How you doing? Good, good. I'm Danny Myers. That's Alon Fong, and it's, it's a pleasure to have you with us. You want to start? You know, first of all, you're a bass player by trade, right? Yes. Okay, so what I love about you is you play in a variety of projects. I understand you also do some country band stuff, right? I do. Yeah, I was um, 
up until recently, I, I just stopped and they, they got someone else to do it. But I was playing with uh, Thompson Square yeah. oh, awesome. of the Are You Gonna Kiss Me or Not yeah. Yeah. Uh, fame for a little while. Uh, another country group called 641 I played with, uh, Ella Langley, uh, another great up-and-coming artist. She just had her Opry debut two weeks ago. Wow. Uh, going out with Luke Combs later this year. But Huge. yeah, I, ever since moving here, I just was like, well, if I'm going to move to Nashville... Even though I have my main gig and all that remains now, I, I want to expand. You know, I yeah. want to be able to have a career post metal someday. So, uh, learning those variety of styles and playing out has been a lot of fun. So let's back up. So where are you from originally? And uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay. Oh, all yeah. right. So up that way. So uh, yeah. you started playing guitar, bass. Uh, yeah, uh, guitar up until I don't know, maybe thirteen to eighteen. Then all of a sudden. It, it went from like, you know, all the kids in your in your town who also played guitar started getting better than me, and I was like, oh, well, shit, I'm gonna need to, uh, I'm gonna learn how to play guitar better. So I switched over to bass, and just fell in love with it. I was like, oh, this makes much more sense. Even though I'm a short guy, I got big hands. I was like, oh, you hear that, ladies? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Hey. <laughs> you know what they say. Yeah, that's, um, right. that's right. But no, it it uh, was an easy transition for me. Yeah, so, you know, Boston has such a great rock heritage from yeah. Aerosmith to Boston to Extreme yeah. to uh, Godsmack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, as you've evolved and, and, you know, already CKY was sort of a more alternative rock yeah. metal thing, and then you have metalcore with all the remains, which yeah. is heavier. How have you adapted your playing for the different styles? And, and it's, I mean, it all kind of comes from the same aggression of rock in general, mm -hmm. whether it's metal or alt metal or, you know, even radio rock or country. When the song calls for it, you, you go to that extra gear and you just play a little more aggressive. Um, so I've found that having that extra gear of being able to play fast, play loud, play heavy, it's good to know, like, I have that in the tank, and I can always pull it back for whatever projects I have. You play the pocket like yeah. I'm sure you do in country, Exactly. Right? It's, exactly. it's usually simpler. I would assume the bass lines are... Uh, yeah, well, you, you just have to be more mindful of the rhythm, because if you fall apart, the whole song falls apart. Oh, so, okay, good point. Yeah. I love the story that you just told about how you started off as a guitarist and then went to a bass player because yeah. that's the same exact story I've got. <laughs> I started off with, you know, just, yeah. I'm, and I never made it. I, I say I'm, I owned musical instruments. I never say I was a bassist. <laughs> but I had a guitar. I had a keyboard. But the problem was is all the bands in my town had guitarists and keyboards oh, yeah. and everybody needed a bass. So yeah. I ended up buying a bass. I had a Rickenbacker 4001 stereo Ooh. bass that was sweet. Nice. What and, color? Uh, cherry. Ooh, cherry red. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah, I never told you that either. No. So yeah. yeah, so that was how I became a bassist, and that's what's so funny that you would say that. Yeah. And, but I was, you know, I watch you, and like you're one of the the pick guys. You like to use a pick. Yeah, yeah. And I was the only reason I used the pick was because I couldn't really get the finger part out. Yeah, but yeah. And I'm noticing that most people are not using a pick. Well, do you do you use a pick at all times, or do you sometimes go to a, a softer finger feel? Well, only with all that remains, actually. So uh, ah. with with CKY, primarily fingers. Uh, all the country stuff, primarily fingers. But all that remains now. It's so fast, I can't play it with the fingers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when I was when I was a little Billy younger. Style, right? right, right. Yeah, it it's really just a lot of subdividing. Um, so it's a lot cleaner if you play it with the pick now, because uh -huh. those those double bass drums going right. all the time. 
it, it would get lost. It'd be it's, too muddy. It's sharper too, right? Yeah. I, that's the yeah. one thing I could never figure out. It always sounded muddy to me. Yeah. You know, with the, the pick, you got the treble, you got a little more thump, but of course that Rickenbacker was nice too. Yeah, so. yeah. Those are great basses. I reg- one of my biggest bass regrets is selling my Rick. So. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, are you a high bass player? Or you're no. a punk low. I'm I'm, I'm punk, low. punk low. Punk low. Punk low. Yeah. Spread right. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Again, I'm not that tall, so <laughs> look look pretty funny doing it. But yeah, the, the guys who wear it way up here, where it looks like they have a little necklace, like it just doesn't look that cool. Plus, I, you know, I like to eat. I don't want to show my stomach off that much. <laughs> now we know the truth. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I'm a vain motherfucker. So he doesn't yeah. do the cocaine, so he's not the, doesn't have the cocaine body. Right. Right. right yeah, right. I don't do drugs or drink anymore, so I, I you know, See, there you go. hide the tummy. I yeah. like it. So what, who would I, I, I? Most of us start off as musicians as music fans. Yeah, right? big time. So who would be your dream band to play with if you could play with anybody? Oh shit! It, 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 kind of a loaded question. Um, you brought him up. Growing up in Massachusetts, Extreme was a huge. Dude, I, have you heard the new song? No, no, but everyone keeps telling me I have oh to. Oh yeah. my god, Nuno yeah. blows on Rise. For, Gary's vocals are phenomenal. No shit. The, the production is much more upfront, and he's singing. They've had 15 years between records. Yeah. So. 
uh, he's changed his melodic habits. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah. totally, he sounds different. It sounds great. And Nuno and Pat are, oh my God. Pat Badger is one of my favorite bass a players. A beast. I have yeah. so many bootlegs from them back in the day because I was a huge Extreme fan. Yeah, yeah. And, but Nuno's playing on this record. Everyone's talking about the solo on Rise. Yeah. I was lucky enough to hear some of the other tracks. The whole album is it's their best work probably since Pornography. Oh, shit. That's good for them, too. Yeah. And what a life Nuno's putting together. Oh, my. Rihanna. Yeah. He's got a production company now. Yeah. Gosh. Good for them. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Ex- if I had to, like, pick a band, insert myself, it'd be someone like Extreme. Okay. You know, just the best of the best. You get them yeah. together. Everyone's playing on 10. Yeah. Those guys don't take any days off. And I, I appreciate that. I like musicians who are on top of their craft all the time and uh, don't fuck around, and Extreme's one of them. Absolutely. No. Yeah. Uh, what about expanding into something like playing with Rihanna's band, for example? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I would I would love that. When when I first moved to town, one of the artists I started playing with was this girl, Tristan McIntosh. Oh, yeah. Uh, she, she was like... Final four on American Idol. Oh, that's right. For the, okay. A few, maybe, okay. maybe like five, five or six years ago. Okay. She was only fifteen on that season. Crazy. And right now she's fronting a Linda Ronstadt-approved tribute act. Wow. As Linda Ronstadt. Holy shit. You know, quote unquote. She's a powerhouse. Yeah, she is. But not rock, not metal, nothing. It, it, we're playing like soul music. That's awesome. And I had a friend who was playing drums for it. And he's like, it's not near wheelhouse, but you just moved to town. We are looking for a bass player. And I was like, you know what? I Let me brush up. Let me take on the challenge. Feel, yeah. Listen to a lot of music like that. Learn how to play those styles. Um, and I was really happy to do that when I yeah. moved here. And I was like, this is going to be good for my uh, overall toolkit. I think so, that's it's so yeah. awesome. You know, they say uh, life begins outside your comfort zone. It does. Right? And that's how yeah. you grow and learn. Like, even podcasting for us has been a pivot, right? Uh-huh. From the strip club DJ booth to doing podcasts. <laughs> and he's still in the booth as well, but I haven't been. Yeah, and so, yeah. you know, I'm meeting so many people and learning so much great stuff. Yeah. Um, what about, uh, do you do a lot of songwriting as well? Or? Uh, we'll be right back with the second part of the Matt Dice interview as we get into songwriting with Matt. This is Matt Dice from All That Remains, and you're listening to the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. What about, uh, do you do a lot of songwriting as well? Or? Uh, yeah, here and there. So right now, All That Remains is currently writing their new album. Okay. Um, and it, it's in its early stages, but I'm hoping to have uh, quite a bit of input with that. Awesome. Uh, writing takes place back in Massachusetts, where okay. we're from. So. You know, living down here, it's kind of doing stuff remote until we get together. Sure. Um, you know, our guitar player lives in Los Angeles. <laughs> the rest of the band lives in Massachusetts, so it's a lot of Zoom calls. Um, yeah. But I do work with uh, AEW, the wrestling company. Oh, yeah. Company. Love, love AEW. Yeah. So uh, Mikey Ruckus is his name. He's the music director. Okay. That, uh, during, during COVID, he was like given the opportunity to put out a solo record under AEW's record label. Awesome. So he reached out to me, like, we were, like, mutual fans of each other, and he was like, hey, I need a hook written on, on one of my tracks, and I was like, I can write the hook for you, and I know the perfect girl. I got Tristan to sing on it. Um, and we sent it to him, and he's like, absolutely. So we just started working together during COVID more often, um, and just a couple nights ago, we recorded the vocal hook for... Um, 
uh, Soraya, who used yeah, to be yeah, Paige, yeah, 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 in, uh, her new faction, The Outcasts, where yep. we did their the theme. Yeah, last Wednesday they came out to the arena. It blasted over the air. It was we recorded it the night before it was on TBS the next night. That's wow. so cool. It was, it was See, really. This cool. what I love hearing about yeah. is people doing different things and like it's not just of course you have the big brand name, all the remains, yeah, you know, yeah. but of course people are doing so much more nowadays. That's just one of the cool things because of COVID and just streaming and the internet. Yeah. During downtime, people can do so much more and expand. So I think that's fascinating that you're doing that. Thank Any you. other business brand ventures, clothing lines? <laughs> See, that, that's where that's where I fall off. I'm a uh, shitty businessman. I, I, don't, I don't really know. I'd rather go hang out in the strip clubs. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Come on in, man. You that's know, fine. I've been in the strip club business my, pretty much you know, since like 95. And I can always yeah. remember going into work one day. This is back when we learned about music from the entertainers. Yeah. You know, when they, like, it, especially the rock stuff. And I remember this entertainer, her name was Tommy, and she said, you got to hear this song. KY, <laughs> baby. And that's when I said, CKY, huh? Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. was the first song by you that I had ever heard. Yeah, and that, that yeah. one still gets played regularly yeah. in the strip clubs. No, that, that, that album, Infiltrate, Destroy, Rebuild, it, it has such a great blend of like weird spooky synth and like it's it's kind of got that sexy bedroom vibe yeah, to it, even yeah, though it yeah. is a metal record or a rock album but yeah no it, you're not the first to tell me that flesh into gear i've i've heard people strip to that yep. song escape from hellview so mm-hmm. no that's that's good to know i mean hey i'd rather have that happening than be you know like the official song for you know <laughs> Well, People who aren't hot and naked. Yeah. So have you ever been in a strip club? Well, Vitra, right? Have you ever been in a strip club and one of your songs came on? Yeah, I'm not not embarrassed to admit. <laughs> back back in maybe the early 2000s sure. and stuff when, you know, like when we were riding them pretty high and we would go to certain strip clubs and like the DJs knew we would go in after a right. show. Like they, they would start putting on some of the songs yeah. to, you know either the joy or detriment to the strippers right right yeah, yeah. So. Someone, why are you playing this story in the show right yeah, yeah. what Listen, happened so, to genuine put him back right. <laughs> you know what one of the great things about this so a misconception about our show. A lot of artists get in trouble with their wives and girlfriends oh. coming on the show. Oh, won't come on. And I'm like, listen, our tagline, it's about the music. Literally, yeah. we're trying to get your music into the clubs. It's just yeah. more branding and whatever. And I tell people all the time, listen, tell your wife or girlfriend, you're not talking to females. You're talking to 50-year-old <laughs> plus men. We don't even talk about the girls that often unless uh, it's a story like we just shared. Yeah, yeah. And it's about the music. Literally, we're music fans. So mm-hmm. for all the listeners out there, yeah. if your husband or boyfriend's in a band, don't stress. We're not going to hook them up with a bunch of girls yeah. and have them da- doing lap dances for them on our show. Or I'll, I'll give you free relationship advice. If they're in a band, just leave. Like, <laughs> find somebody else. <laughs> Same as a DJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're not the yeah, best You're probably sick of, uh, sick of uh, supporting them financially. So. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true, too. That's true, too. You know, I was giving uh, one of my entertainers a ride home one day yeah. uh, a few years ago. And uh, I didn't know if I was going to get any or not. You know, she invites me and we're sitting on the couch, and she's a big country fan. The reason I'm telling yeah. you the story is the song uh, from Thompson Square came on, Are You Going to Kiss Me or Not? <laughs> and all of a sudden, she starts singing, Are You Going to Kiss Me or Not? And yeah. I said, that song is what broke the ice, yeah. and I had a good night. There, well, there we you go. go. So that song, yeah, never got me back for a second one. But, well, you know, I mean, but, yeah, so that was what I thought, uh, you know, the Thompson Square, I want to do that. But, uh, like, <laughs> playing bass, now I can see yeah. that, like, there's a little bit of uh, yeah. the same between CKY. Um, 
and all that remains. But what yeah. about playing country? I mean, was that something you had to really put a lot of effort in, or did it come natural to you? It didn't at first. Like, I, I'm so used to... When, when you're on stage with all that remains, it's almost like a... All right, just put on your seatbelt because that song yeah. is coming in 230, 240 beats per minute. And it's like, one, two, three, four. And okay, we're here. Yeah. You, you can't breathe. But with country, it's like, you got to pick your spots. You yeah. got to, you know, you're, you're establishing a story. Yeah. Like those mm -hmm. fans are hanging on your every word. So you, you really have to. Think, space. Yeah. That space is really important. So I had to learn how to calm down a bit, which was, you know, new for me. Yeah, so, well, yeah. the metalcore stuff, I mean, the bass lines, I mean, you're busy. Your fingers got to get tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> your stamina, look, for ladies, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, the stamina of your fingers, to do, if you're doing a headline set, which is usually 90 minutes minimum. Yeah. It's no joke. I yeah. mean, I, like, I hate I hate to ever get into, like, age or anything like that, but, because uh, I've, I've been the young guy in every band. I joined All That Remains originally when I was 18. Oh, wow. I joined CKY at 21. That's crazy. And then I rejoined All That Remains okay. at 38. Okay. So I, I'm a totally different You're person. You're much older than you look. Well, yeah. You come well, right. So it's all that clean living I did. So with the extreme yeah. stuff, I was like, I was kind of surprised. I'm like, yeah. wow, all right. Oh, well, yeah. But I grew up with older sisters who okay. got me into hair metal and everything. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and living in Massachusetts, you can't, you can't get away from extreme. That's but. Fair. Yeah, it, it's like I'm 39 now. Okay. And it's like, how much longer can I keep playing this music? It's so fast. But there, there are people 20 years older than me still playing metal, and it's like, well, you got to figure it out. You, get, you just really have to stay on top of it, practice more, stop drinking, get some sleep, <laughs> eat a vegetable once in a while. Are you, are you going to happen to be on the Sonic Temple Festival? No, Bill? not okay. this year. Okay. Not this year. There was an offer, but uh, we're, we're taking this year to just write. Okay, very yeah. cool. Bummer, because yeah. we'll be there. So, you know, Damn. probably it, be backstage. It's a good lineup. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah big time. <laughs> big time. Man. Well, very cool, man. Well, I know uh, I would talk to you all day, but I know you got to get to your next man. interview. But, oh, do you have your, where's your hand load? Are uh, they going to be on it? <laughs> ah, there you go. Now, um, website. Uh, for are you or would you more like to promote the All the Remains website? Well, you can find socials. me on socials. I'm just at Matt Dice, and Dice is spelled D-E-I-S because I never got around to changing it to. Is it D-E-I-S? D-E-I-S. Yeah. Well, we'll follow. We'll tag you when the yeah. shows actually drop. Yeah, at Matt Dice, uh, and then A-T-R-H-Q on Twitter, okay. and at All That Remains on Instagram. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up. We get you know new album coming. Uh, going to be the first one with Jason Richardson, the world's greatest guitar player on guitar, filling in ever since Ollie passed away. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, yeah, good stuff coming up. I really can't wait to share it with everyone. Yeah, we there can't wait to hear it. Thank we'll you. Have, to have you on our other podcast as well. There you go. Is that Matt, related to strippers as well? Or? About new music, new music okay. podcast. Oh, off the charts. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We could talk strippers on both. There you go. Matt, you thank go. you so, so thank much. You, so happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Lon, it was so cool to talk to Matt Dice, uh, bass player, and, and learn more because I am a former attempted bass player. I'm never going to say I was a bass player. I owned a bass and I, you know, made some noise Plucked with some it. But, but I mean, but I did study the bass a lot. And I mean, just to hear his different um, thoughts on his styles and how he approaches it different. Because obviously, I mean, he's, he's doing like, you know, metal and alt metal and then doing country another night. And I mean, and it, it's a whole different style of bass. I mean, he, you can't bring that all that remains kind of bass to uh, to Thompson Square. Are you going to kiss me or what? Or kiss me or not? That was it. Are you going <laughs> to kiss me or not? Yeah. Well, she did once, Danny, so. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, man. I yeah, it was a great conversation. Really interesting. Love that he was a he was a supporter of strip clubs. <laughs> yeah, and uh, had some good times there, and has heard his music in the strip clubs. So you know, uh, like we said in the show, strip clubs are pretty harmless most of the time. You know, I mean, I hate to I hate to break the myth, but uh, they're pretty harmless. So anyway, that was our interview with Matt Dice uh, of All That Remains and CKY, and uh, hope we're hopefully you'll keep listening because coming up next week we are going to have Courtney Cronin Dold on the show our interview with her and that was the one that you you called her by the wrong name <laughs> well i was coming late i was coming from an interview and i had i had robin in my head for some reason yeah. i don't know why i had robin in my head i called her robin but she nails me so it's funny she's a comedian uh writer comedy writer showrunner executive producer very talented television lady. producer as well yeah, so yeah yeah yeah, so that'll all be coming up next week. All of the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcasts, including the Panda Top 20 Bubbling Under Off the Charts Flashback Friday Classic Rock Remixes, Behind the Curtain, Strip Club Hall of Fame, Rockin' Pod Recap, and Classic Hip Hop Remixes can be found at whatshotitsc.com. Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.